our wonderful journey comes to an end with the final, final Twilight. Uh, I don't think there's really need to break up this last film into two as well because it's not very long and actually it's not very jam-packed. I thought I'd just run through some of the big things that happened uh, which cracked me up whilst I was watching it. So it starts off with obviously Bella waking up. She's finally a vampire. And of course, first thing you do when you wake up as a vampire is you go for a jog. So they run around in the forest, legging it around. Um, and then obviously she's now getting more accustomed to her like vampire ability. So she's able to see really close, like microscopically be able to see stuff. Um, and she's also able to hear anything. So she's obviously her, her, her senses are finely tuned as a vampire, which kind of made me feel bad for Edwards because all the stuff he'd be able to get away with as, as when Bella was an, a human, he can no longer do so. So imagine him just like muttering under his breath and obviously Bella would be like, sorry, what's that? What'd you say? Um, she's still the same color, which cracked me up. Um, and what, what made me laugh the most was, uh, it seems like turning into a vampire just turns you into a bit of a Trump supporter. So first thing she does when she sees Jake is that he tells him that he stinks like an Indian, which I thought was absolutely mental. So Bella's kind of like Roy raging. Roy raging. It's like she's a human on steroids. So she's very aggressive. And then um, finally sees the baby. And for some reason, they just CGI babied the face like it's a ba Instagram filter. So Instagram filter baby has got some, as her face is mash up. Um, and I feel bad for Jake because he imprinted on a catfished, like he's been filtered catfished. So he's imprinted on a baby that clearly doesn't look like that. Um, and there's a really funny bit where Jake calls her Nessie. And then I don't know who wrote it. G, absolute G. Uh, she's like, Nessie, what? After the Loch Ness Monster? Um, Carlisle is a doctor, apparently, but I don't really see him practice. I think in the whole, well, how many films at five? He's put on a stethoscope like twice. All he's done is just check temperatures. And like, mums do that. I don't know. I mean, he's, he's a bit suspicious to me. Um, Bella has just stepped up. She looks, she looks incredible. Um, and obviously her clothes, uh, like gets so much better because she's married and it has sorted her out. Like her hope married life will sort me out. Fingers crossed. Um, basically they end up having to tell Charlie that she's alive and sort of fill him in on the stuff. And, um, so he's in on the, he's in on the, like secret he knows he, he understands that there's like wolves and vampires and all that wank going around and then like bella's trying to just show off her new powers which is her new strength as well um does a little arm wrestle and she's like punching rocks and stuff like that so she can break anything which obviously includes robert patterson's heart just after this film um and nessie turns into hermione basically she's a little pocket genius um like really really growing up really quickly at a crazy rate and it's just a know-it-all that needs a slap once in a while. So what happens is, do you remember I spoke about that lady at the wedding who gets really upset because uh, the wolves are there and she's like, the wolves killed my my um, side piece. So she spots Nessie and there's this thing about the fact that if vampires obviously bite into a child, that child is now an immortal child. 
and children can't obviously control themselves or satiate their desires as easily as humans or as like an adult vampire so they're just basically a bit of a loose cannon so the Voltare basically have to just punch him to death so Irina from about 1.2 miles away spots the kid and to be fair it looks like an immortal child she has no idea that the kid can accelerate um, they get wind of this so uh, the Cullens get wind of the Voltare are coming to mash up the kid so they're like oh we can't fight the Voltare so we need to go around the world and get some people on board um, as witnesses so one of the trips is to Arabia which is one of well to Egypt specifically um, I love the fact that they could not care less at, at the details so first shot of, of Egypt obviously is the pyramids and then the second shot is of camels but in the background is Sanskrit, and it's like, bruv, uh, wrong, wrong, wrong text. Turn up, and Rami Malik is there, staring down everybody, and he can bend water and all this stuff. So I end up basically traveling the world to, to show that this kid isn't a normal kid. There's something that's half human, half vampire. Something extra special about this thing. Um, and they, they gather them all up including these two buff, fit, um, Amazonian women. I just feel bad for Jake, because he'd probably be like, can I can I redo my imprinting? Because fuck Nessie, bruv, look at these. Honeys from Amazon. Um, to see that the child is actually this enigma, basically, something completely different. And... Um, they also work out... Oh, sorry. Forgive me. Rami Malik is from Egypt. And he's Arab. So, obviously, his name is Benjamin. Um, Bella, they work out Bella's powers that she's actually a shield. So, they've ripped off Harry Potter. She's just basically a Patronus. Um, she can like put out these shields to, to protect other people. And that's why, from the get-go, Edward wasn't able to read her mind. Because she's able to you know, shield herself off. And it just made me, I thought it was quite apt because she's basically cock-blocking Edward for the rest of his life. Um, now that she's immortal, that he can't do anything else for a hundred years. For a hundred years, he was smashing enough Fanny. And now she just turns up. It means he's, he's stuck with one for the rest of his life. Um, so, emo Lucius Malfoy turns up with his crew um, and he sees the child, refuses to believe that it could be this enigma. They, he's convinced that it is an immortal child. And he's after Alice, the sister of Edward, who's able to see into the future. That's kind of like the last power that he would want in his crew. She turns up and basically goes, hey, this is not going to work out for you. And what we're treated to is this massive fight sequence where this battle takes place, where they first played baseball and where Edward and Bella would lie down chatting shit to each other. And basically this huge sequence happens where Carlisle's head gets ripped off. And then people get punched up, arms are ripped off, heads are kicked off. And it basically, Lucius Malfoy loses, um, the Voltore lose, and the Cullens are able to sort of triumph over, over them. And it turns out it's all a dream. It's basically Alice showing Lucius what would happen if he were to progress and carry on. And then they realise, uh, he has to admit that the kid is 
is this enigma, not not quite this immortal child thing. So they turned to the poor woman who only who only reported what she genuinely saw. Remember, Irina doesn't know she had left the family. She doesn't know of this child being this enigma. So she clearly sees a kid hanging out with the vampires and puts two and two together, a very normal assumption to make. And they're like, oh yeah, we got it wrong. And then proceed to fucking kill her. Like, I could not get, um, could not understand. Like, she got it wrong, honestly. Why would you do that? So she gets mashed up. Um, and then finally, because they were gathering all these all these witnesses and support and friends to testify, basically, they managed to find Torok from the Amazon rainforest. So he turns up and says, Hi, I'm also half human, half vampire. And what happens is I my like growth rate is really fast until I hit about seven. And at seven I look like a fully human man or adult. And that's it. I've been the same since. I think he said he was like 400 years old or something. I can't remember. What he said. Which then raises the question of the fact that Jake is, his, is Nessie's protector and um, he is going to wait till she's seven. So she turned into a woman at seven. And like, there's, we're under no doubt that Jake is literally just sort of uh, like rubbing his hands at the prospect of Nessie. So my man is going to bang out a seven-year-old. Respect. Um, I thought the final film was actually not... I think it was it was kind of undercooked and not enough happened. Um, I think it's a shame that we didn't get to see a proper set piece. I, it's a shame that someone didn't actually die. We got the happy ending for everybody, which is fine to a certain extent. We didn't really get to see Bella actually be Bella. Now that she's a vampire, we don't really get to see Bella and Edward sort of grow old together or, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, we just kind of treated to this Voltoro turn up in their capes, uh, looking at Count Chocula. Um so it just feels like a bit of an underwhelming end to the whole to the whole saga, to be frank. Um it's a shame like we didn't get to see it's a shame that they couldn't quite work out who the enemy actually is gonna be to carry the last last couple of films. If I like kind of overstated the three original, like Victoria and all that stuff, the first couple, um, and it yeah, it didn't feel like they quite understood where to take these things. Again, I don't know what the books are saying, but the films don't quite. I don't know, it just felt a bit like, is that it? Um, I mean, there's room for stuff, Nessie and Jake potentially, and what kind of vampire weird, uh, wolf wolf vampire babies will they turn up? Um, just uh, yeah, it didn't quite. I don't know. Didn't didn't really deliver in the end. Just a bit of a damp damp squib of an ending. Um, I don't really regret watching them. I've actually enjoyed some parts, and obviously it's giving me the whole bunch of jokes to say and little stupid things to throw out there. But not yeah, it didn't quite deliver. So like as a series as a whole, it's probably a four or five. Would I show it to like a young teenage daughter of mine in the future? Probably not. I don't think the lessons are taught that well. Um, I didn't realize I read up that the the writers Mormon. For example, which is not an issue whatsoever, and obviously she has spoken of the empowerment that she thinks she's given Bella. I'm not sure she's quite executed on that. Um, but Bella seems to be uh, a prisoner of Edwards or a prisoner of her own of, of her own desires rather than 
someone that's empowered to make the choices that she's made. And at no stage is there real informed consent. It doesn't really feel like feel like it's it exists, which is fine. You know, the youngish teenagers, or uh, well, not not quite youngish, but the teenagers, um, and so they're not quite. They're still learning these new big tough lessons, but I don't think the film quite ever develops that properly. It just ends up being Bella turns into Superwoman, which is sick, but we never get to see it. And then Jake's gonna shag a seven-year-old. I really cannot thank you enough for listening uh, to all of this. It's been a whole bunch of nonsense. Um, I'm probably gonna carry on. I'm gonna take a little break. Uh, I'm almost certain it's gonna be Fifty Shades of Grey. You can really understand why that film came out of Twilight. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna carry this little series on. So I really appreciate you all for giving it a listen. All right, take care. Merry Christmas.